While Beauty Lab and Laser is a professionally licensed medical facility, the hosts of this podcast are not medical professionals, nor do they claim to be. The opinions on this podcast are for entertainment only. Please seek a licensed medical professional for all medical questions. Hi, and welcome to Live Love Lab, the behind-the-scenes podcast from Beauty Lab and Laser. This is Heather. I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. I'm also one of the owners of Beauty Lab. And sitting next to me, you've got your trusty sidekick. I've got my <laughs> uh, Tonto to my Lone Ranger. <laughs> That's right. I'm Dre, the other co-host, the other owner. And my very, very best friend. Hey, I'm, I've missed you so much. I've missed you so much, It's too. like the first time we've been together in I'd so long. I'd make eye contact with you, but the studio prohibits me. <laughs> so now I shall just express my love in the love on the spectrum way. Well, I'm just like awkwardly staring at you because I have my microphone set up so that I can look at you. <laughs> and I have mine set up so I don't crane my neck. So that shows you our priorities. This um, is where we're at, people. I have missed you, too. I know. It has been a crazy couple weeks because we took some time off for the holiday for thanksgiving yes we did our stuff the family then we had black friday our big black friday which is our biggest sale of the year it's our biggest day of the year and it's it's our favorite day of the year it's the best day of the year and it's the day we feel the richest (laughs) our richest day of the year it's the day we realize our impact on our customers like we realize how many customers we have that like us and trust us Mm -hmm. and how much the business has grown yep and how much of a community we have with beauty lab it's it's like like the names come in of the people that are ordering stuff and we know every single one honestly and do you know what it's like thrill it was so fun like when when i was going through orders that next weekend like seeing like even just people that we know and like our friends right and i'm like oh she bought a cupcake facial that's so cute you know like yeah. that's so nice like it's and it family hasn't members changed. and yeah it's just so awesome and i think what's really exciting about our black friday sale is it's a good predictor of like our year to come mm-hmm. you know because it's you have a year to use the purchases and so it's like we just get to look forward to seeing everybody over the next year you know it's like it's kind of like we make dates with all these people for the upcoming year and it's totally a thrill because we know we're gonna see them yeah and they're our friends totally i mean you would think that as we've grown that the impact of each purchase would be diminished but in fact it it almost makes it more of a celebration like to see our ogs from day one when we're like we're gonna do an online sale what do you mean online Well, we're not going to put the Botox in your forehead over online, but we're going to sell it to you in advance. Completely. And it was like, because that's the kind of sale we wanted to participate in. None oh. of us wanted to go to a cheese and cracker hobnob. No. For a raffle for a facial. We wanted to like Absolutely shop not. from our computers in our living rooms. You know, My goal is to not do one bit of Christmas shopping outside of my home. Well, it's a good thing year. that you're such a purveyor of Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> You Jeffrey did it. Bezos. Congratulations. <laughs> you did it, Jeffrey. Yay. And Dre is living proof. I really am. I got to get those Amazon points. Well, you know? You do. Much like your Chuckarama, all you can eat cafeteria points hey, and your. Don't knock it till you try it. I shouldn't. My friend. I need to go there. I love a good buffet. Since I've quoted it, I should eat it. <laughs> um, that's your penalty. You say it out loud, you have to eat there. <laughs> 
How was, speaking of eating, how was your Thanksgiving? The best holiday of the year. The oh holiday my gosh. where we get to cook and clean you know and what? clean up and eat cold meat. I was thinking about our Thanksgiving roundup from last year and laughing so hard at like, Mom, can you braid my hair? <laughs> While we're just like crying, yeah. running the tub to like hoping the... That, hoping, that, <laughs> hoping that the jerky's not dry. <laughs> Actually, my Thanksgiving was great it was awesome my brother scott and his wife jody hosted oh and like they were just like in their new house yeah and they were like we're cooking everything so like that it was like the most relaxing you just got to show up not even a chip and dip i mean well in all fairness i did end up doing one of the turkeys but they bought it and i just had to smoke it and that was it so it was like so easy to all the listeners at home who think (laughs) The daunting task of smoking a turkey. It was the most relaxing Thanksgiving I ever had. I just had to brine and smoke a 12-pound turkey. But think about it. I mean, brining and smoking it probably took me a total of like 20 minutes of actual work. How do you even do that? You have a smoker? Yeah, I have a smoker. Oh, the Traeger? Yeah, I kept in the divorce, man. You kept the Traeger? I did. (laughs) Such a male energy. I use it more than my oven. I love my smoker. Oh, so you put it in, so you brine it and then you just stick it in the mm -hmm. Traeger? So I brined it overnight and it was easy, just like in a brine bag in my fridge and then pulled it out, stuck it on the smoker, let it sit for like six hours, done. And it was so easy and it was delicious and... That it was a hundred times easier than doing like mashed potatoes, stuffing, a pie, anything baked, green bean casserole. Yeah, I do love green bean. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, you know what? I can't go along with this trade any longer, you guys. <laughs> we are the newly sponsored podcast sponsored by Traeger Grills, and Dre's whole thing. She wanted to make it organic. She wanted to make it seem natural. But really, we're just we're just pitching for Traeger right now. It's a homegrown. The CEO's in Utah. It's a homegrown Utah company. That's right. Yeah, it's it Utah. Is. So we'd just like to say, as the proud sponsors of this podcast, yeah. that it is the easiest Thanksgiving she's ever had, thanks to her handy dandy Traeger grill. <laughs> Tell us again how you smoked, and it was ten times easier than you. Well, see, I went oven. to the website. They had an easy to use recipe. Love. And um, you know, it was done. It was done. It was easy peasy. And if you call in now and give the code Traeger Dre, <laughs> Traeger so easy, you too should be entered in our raffle for a potential Traeger grill. But listen, more important than how my Thanksgiving was, yes. my weekend recovery after Black Friday, I literally watched Dateline to like, I, I just watched so many of them. So many of the brought Datelines. brought me so much joy. Like, are you a true crime person? Would you like, why don't you come in and have a glass of sweet tea? And I'll tell you a little bit more about that. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like some sweet tea? My parents will be home soon. We'll have to hurry. (laughs) Um, Because I know like everybody's into true crime now, for sure. Like I am into true crime. I was not into true crime podcasts until I listened to the podcast Cold that told the Susan Powell story. That was so good. And I had the most like... I had a physical, emotional reaction to that podcast, like a great novel, which I didn't think would happen mm-hmm. to me. And so mm-hmm. I became, I came really into the serial true crime with that podcast. And yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, I love all true crime podcasts. I am a big fan of Crime Junkie and no, they are not one of our sponsors, although I wish. Um, but I just like, I think it's so interesting that true crime is such a thing now and 
I wonder if it is going to help keep people safer because like, I mean, crime junkie, their whole thing is like, stay rude, stay weird, stay rude, stay alive. And like, I love that. I know. And it is like, I've thought of that. I could never do it. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's hard, but like, I've thought of it so many times of like, how many, like, how many times have you been in a weird position where you just don't want to make someone uncomfortable and stay weird, stay rude, stay alive. How about every time someone gets on the subway and they're just pressing their groin right into your leg? That could kill me. Absolutely. And you know, and you don't want, so you kind of barely shift. You kind of barely move. Mm -hmm. You maybe clench your thigh. So they, you know, like a twitch, like a horse twitch. Yeah. To let them know you're aware of them, but you don't make eye contact and you don't look them in the eye and say, take your back up, buddy. Totally. Because we don't want to be rude. Nope. And we don't want to assume. And we're scared to be like, Screw you. Oh my gosh, Heather, what about when Black Friday a few years ago when that weird, weird man called? To learn about the O shot. Yeah, and like I did a whole spiel about the O shot, and like he was obviously a pervert. And like, tell us how you know. Oh, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> PTSD. Her face just went green. Like, I literally like sat in the back room at the old lab and like cried. Heather like came in. She's like, "Are you okay?" Yeah, I can't believe you refer. <laughs> we referred to that as Black Friday. As not only like it was the blackest of Black Fridays because it was the day that we all saw Dre cry. <laughs> the first and only time. No, literally, it was a dark, dark day at Beauty Lab, and you'd been so peppy and so confident in describing oh, all of the gosh, details guys, of that O shot. I really fell for it, but also. I let the conversation go on way too long and I should have been an asshole to him. But the, in, when like, did your first alarm bell go off? When he I, said, honestly, now what when part he, of the body When do he you started inject? talking, I was like, this guy, you can kind of tell if someone's a creep, but like, he is a client. Yeah. And I didn't want to be rude and I didn't want to be assuming. And so I'm just going to Everybody's go into, a VIP at yeah, Beauty Lab. And like, I'm just going to answer every freaking question that he is asking about the O-Shot, which was clearly a disgusting perverted guy just you know trying to get a rise out of me and like well really I'm trying to get a rise out of himself yeah out of himself that's the truth but like I wish that I would have like told him to just like fuck off dude yeah you know back it up buddy yeah like get out of here but I would just was oh my you know like yeah (laughs) and it's like it's weird how we are taught to suppress all of our alarm bells and not give in to them because we're neurotic we're hysterical we're we're you know, flighty, we're too afraid. I remember, or like we're being oversensitive as a new mom. Think of all the times that those alarm bells go off as a new mom. I remember sitting in church and this nice, friendly man, well-meaning man. It's like, oh, if they're, if they seem well-meaning, we should let them do whatever they want. Uh Right. He reached over and handed my, basically, I think she was like 13 months old, you know? So she had like digital, you know, abilities and like handed her like a little butterscotch disc and I saw the butterscotch disc and I saw the little shape of her esophagus and every every cell in my body was screaming, absolutely not. She'll choke, she'll choke, she'll choke. He helps her unwrap it. She puts, we're in church. So it's not like I can have the screaming, pull the candy yeah. away from her. I'm smiling at him. I'm thanking him. Thank you. Oh, so sweet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. She sucks it in. It gets slick. It. She starts choking. Literally, oh. I jump up from the bench, walk her out and also, don't draw any attention to yep. myself. Don't mm-hmm. tell anyone there's a problem. Act like she's fine and then like plead with God for her life yeah. and pound the little butterscotch disc out of her throat and never told oh him, gosh, went back in and acted like 
everything was fine. And if the man had turned around and handed me another butterscotch disc, I would have said, I'll save it for later. I would have been like, you almost killed her. Back off. Yeah. Don't offer my baby candy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But we don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. We don't want to look weird. We don't want to be weird. We don't want to be rude. But we do want to be alive. So so we sacrifice ourselves (laughs) and our children. Yeah. I sacrificed Ashley in Hawaii. We were in Hawaii for Thanksgiving and we had to stay weird, stay rude, stay alive. And I, we stayed alive, but I had to ask somebody else to be rude for me. I couldn't do it myself. (laughs) But it was so weird because we were in this store and we were shopping and, uh, we, I noticed this guy kind of watching us and I was there with like three, my three daughters. So it's just four girls. We're pretty obnoxious, you know, we're who we are. Yeah. And so we were laughing, we were laughing and having fun in the gift shop and we noticed him like watching us and I didn't think anything of it, but I got a really weird vibe and I just thought, you know, creeper looking at my kids. Right. And then I had to go over and get a specific candy from a specific aisle. It was Chewy Sprees. We ate about three to four packages a night. (laughs) And I had to go over to get our daily Chewy Spree supply and it was across the store and this is a small little gift shop in a hotel resort, you know, and it was within this like kind of small aisle and I bent down to pick up the Chewy Sprees, which were inconveniently on the bottom shelf and I felt like a person behind me. And like he would have had to like take a few brisk paces to find himself in the same candy yeah. aisle as me, you know, in a matter of seconds. And so I turned around instinctively and he was standing right there. But he, of course, like averted eye contact and pretended to be like looking at the candy. So I thought, get over yourself. He just wanted candy, you know. Right. And, and- but your initial... Like, gut feeling was that he... Back the F up, buddy. Yeah. Like, total fear. And so I didn't ever even turn my back to him again. Okay. I just faced him and bent down. Like, I did the, you know, the Playboy bunny dip and grab, got the chewy sprees, and then went out the back way from the aisle and went straight up to the cash register to check out and said to the kids, like, you guys, let's go. Ashley, will you go grab me a Gatorade? Because I didn't want to walk by that guy again. Okay. Thinking like he was giving me the weird vibes. So I was going to send Ashley so that I could keep like my eye on him. Right. And then he kind of followed Ashley. Like he was doing like obviously weird things. Then Ashley picked up on it, looked at him in the eyes. And I saw her like make eye contact with me. And she like kind of walked briskly by him and was standing up by the cash register and I went to pay and I looked, it was like literally like that Seinfeld episode, the Seidler. Yeah. You know, and next <laughs> thing I know, he is standing uncomfortably close yeah. to Ashley. He's barefoot. He looks like kind of like a surfer dude, but nothing indicative of him being a hotel guest or of him being, you know, if you're a native, sure, you're going to not be in the resort gift shop buying $7 chocolate bars. You know what well, I mean? Well, you're not going to be being a creep. Yeah. And he was, you know, he just kind of looked like, you know, he, he was tan, like, but kind of sunburnt, you know, uh-huh. and kind of balding and just kind of creepy. Yeah. No shoes. Yeah. You know, no resort wear, like no shoes. This is a fancy resort, you know, but yeah. it's nighttime and it's Hawaii. So whatever. And I have never, like, the fear and the thing in my body saying, like, you're in danger has, I've pictured in my mind him, like, he was physically so close to Ashley, he could, like, hook her neck with his elbow. Yeah. And I just thought, what is he going to do? Like, hook her and, like, steal her? And I physically, like, reached out and grabbed her arm and her phone and pulled her to me. 
And I think when I did that, she kind of realized how close he was. But I've never physically pulled one of my kids away from another guy. Yeah. Like, and I said, hey, stay close. And she walked to the other side of me. And then, you know, it took a long time for them to check us out. And like in the process of this lady ringing us up, he pretended to look at something else and walked over behind Ashley on the other side of me. Holy crap. And I, at that point, I was like... You guys, let's get out of here, please. Yeah. We're, we're, I don't need a receipt. I grab all of my stuff. I'm like, you guys, I literally like say run. And he's pretended to be buying these things now. So yeah. he's kind of stuck at the register. And we were so scared. We didn't even want to get in the elevator and have him see what floor we were on. Yeah. So we kind of like did a lap, got in the elevator, went up to our room and we're freaked out the whole night. And then we started replaying the events. And I was like, oh my gosh, I let you guys down. I should have looked him in the eye the second I was afraid and said, Stay away from us. Yeah. Or can I help you with something? Mm -hmm. Like something even nice, like, you know, take a picture. It'll last longer. (laughs) I mean, I should, I I need a quippy. I need to come up with something because it was uncomfortable, but I I didn't Can I help you with something is perfect because it's like acknowledging that, like, I see you. You're being weird. Can I help you with something like a quick trip to the insane (laughs) asylum? (laughs) Okay. But here's the thing is like when you were just telling me that story and I know there's more, but like when you were just telling me that. I was thinking, okay, truly, what could he do? Like, he's probably not going to grab Ashley and, and steal her when they're, you know, you're at a hotel. There's tons of people there. Someone would stop that person from doing that. But, like, what is it instinctive, instinctively in us that knows that that's danger? You know what I yeah, mean? Because it was logically, like, he's not going to do anything. Yeah, he wasn't going to, like, vibe. slit her throat right. or, like, touch her boob or something. I mean... But there is something about that person that lets you know that they are not safe. They were not safe. So much so that I pulled her yeah. close to me. And she's an 18-year-old girl that is, you know, can handle yeah, herself. Yeah, can fend for herself. Yeah. And I think it's that lack of... you. I think our bodies, just like animals, recognize when they're not... This, this is, person is not vibrating on the same humanity that we are you know what I mean yeah like he is violating all sorts of social norms like you don't follow someone in a store you certainly don't follow women that are unaccompanied if you're a man right you know you don't stare at people you don't cross like this is the the time in Hawaii especially we're masked inside Mm -hmm. and you're uh what is it called when you're social distance social distancing like Mm -hmm. six feet what is that called we used to do it about a week ago (laughs) Social distancing. I mean, he is violating all of those personal spaces and he seems off. And whenever we like acknowledge it, he's shifty. Right. And so we started playing it out in our minds. And I was like, I would, I will never do that to you guys again. I'm your mom. I'm your protector. I, we shouldn't be intimidated. And Annabelle, you know, the brave 14 year old, like, I wasn't intimidated. <laughs> and George is like, I, I saw us looking at us. I just thought he was looking at us because we were obnoxious, AKA incredibly hot. <laughs> You know, like we all had our own versions of it, but Ashley and I knew he was weird. And just you could sense that he was a predator. If you went back on the cameras and just watched what this guy did, you'd be like, holy cow, what is he doing? I don't know what his like. I thought through it a lot. Like, was he trying to snip a lock of our hair? Is he trying to smell us like he was uncomfortably close and relentless? He had no suave about it. He wasn't like a refined groomer or a criminal that was trying to like pick up on Ashley. He was weird and off and violating yeah. all human space well that's the thing about um predators is it it isn't about like attraction or him wanting to you know date her like her you know think she's pretty or what i mean he may feel all of those things of course because ashley's beautiful but like what it comes down to is power and control and intimidation you know and yeah. making someone feel uncomfortable because that gives them a sense of power 
you know? And I told, I know you're, you're exactly right because we felt powerless and we felt intimidated. But what I think was confusing to us in this situation, and I just had like kind of a little epiphany when you're talking, is it definitely was about power and control. But if he had come into the situation exerting power and exerting control, like you don't want to buy that chocolate bar, buy this chocolate bar, or mm-hmm. um, you guys can stand in line behind me, or like any sort of alpha male dominant right. feature. I would have bristled and been like, oh, we know what chocolate we want. Thank you very much. Like, it would have activated all of my defenses. Right. But because he's doing it in a passive-aggressive way, we question our version of reality. Like, we question, like, am I just being, like, nervous because I'm a mom traveling alone with my kids, you know, or because he doesn't have shoes on or because he looks kind of freaky or because he's not handsome or because he's, you know... Wearing an anklet. You know right, what I mean? Like, we right. go through all these reasons, like, are, is this some weirdo? Does he look like, you know, my ex-boyfriend that went to prison? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, completely. all these weird things. And so I was like, am I just being a Karen? Like, being like, watch your boundaries. Or am I listening? Am I honing in on my absolute fight or flight, stay alive instincts? Yeah. And I really thought through that because I was talking to, and Ashley was like, I think we did the right thing by not saying anything because I'm like, instead, when I pulled her close to me, I said, hey, well, let me see that picture on your phone. Like I didn't say, get away from him. Like yeah. stay close to me. I'm like, I want to see you that were picture on it your okay phone. You were making it okay for everyone. So that in case he was just a nice guy that did, had lost his way sure. in the 200 square foot gift shop, sure. that he would not go home feeling bad about himself, but instead I would take three teenage daughters with palpitating hearts up to our hotel room, looking over our shoulder for the rest of the right. time. Because right. I didn't want to be weird. I didn't want to be rude. And I kept saying to myself, well, what could he possibly do to us? But you did end up seeing him again. This is the same guy, right? That this you is told the me guy. About. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the guy okay. that like, we should have called the police right then. So this is how this is how s- silly we can be. I can't. This is fascinating that I'm thinking about this. So we, we go up to the room. I wake up the next morning thinking about it. And I look at my history on my Safari or well, Safari, yeah. you know, on my, what's it called? Browser history. Yeah, on your browser. Yeah. I had searched like Honolulu PD, like North Shore News. Like trying to find this guy? Like just trying to see if there'd been a story of like, I thought maybe he'd been apprehended at the store. Like, you know, like I, like, I think I even tried to make eye contact with like the cashier. Like, are you okay? Like, is this guy freaking you out? Yeah. And, but I just, you know, it all happened so fast. And like, I kept thinking, I must've been really freaked out because I was looking up like Honolulu PD and like, you know, little crime news reports would be like, did they pick up some guy? Did he end up burglarizing her I mean he was casing the joint it was very weird freaky oh and when we got up to the room Ashley was like that was the guy I saw in the lobby when I said oh mom he doesn't have shoes on and I was like oh my gosh so she had seen him in the lobby and then he must have followed us into the gift shop okay so anyway we forget about it we live our lives and then we're sitting down in the lobby of the hotel in kind of an intimate space where there's two benches and a little two little tables and it's made for one group but probably could accommodate six to eight people if you were sitting wall to wall. Sure. But it's meant to be for one family. Okay. And we were sitting on the bench across from each other, but I had Ashley move next to me so we could kind of talk. And then the other two girls were sitting at a different table. And I look down and I see these legs like in in my zone. And it's, I look up and it's the guy. It's the same guy. And I like say to Ashley, I'm like, Ashley, it's the guy. It's the guy. And I look at her. Her face goes white. I'm like, take his picture. Take his picture. And at that moment, I started to feel a little ridiculous because we're in a a hotel. We've been seeing the same people every day. It's an Mm -hmm. upscale resort. And I'm 
whispering to my 18 year old daughter, take his picture, take his picture. It's this freaky guy. Yeah. You know, and I felt kind of like a bitch, you know, like kind of like this woman that was judging this guy. But I also had remembered the promise I'd made to them that I would confront him and I wouldn't be intimidated by him. And I would be like, tough. Well, all of that went out the window. (laughs) And instead, I just thought, you know, take his picture. So we like remember what he looks like and like, let's see what he does. He talks to the waiter and then he just plops himself down on our bench Shut looking us up. straight in the eyes like literally our knees could touch if we both leaned forward and so I just said Ashley let's move and I d- didn't acknowledge him at all I just gathered up our stuff on our bench and moved over to a table where I could like watch him the whole time uh-huh. and that's that video I sent yeah, okay, yeah, I, I said not if I die I, I said if I die this is the guy that murdered yeah. me just being funny yeah and then it was, I like realized that he was kind of he was just weird. And yeah. I started watching him, like observing him. And he was weird. He was lying to the people around him. He was lying to the waiter. He couldn't keep his story straight. So then I got up and said, Ashley, I'm going to go tell our waiter. So I went around the corner where he couldn't see me. And I said, I don't want to be like a Karen reporter guy. But this guy has been freaking us out. I saw him two nights ago. He's, uh, and he's like, is he the one that's, and at this point he'd started lying down on the bench across from oh, us. Oh boy. And he, I'm like, he's the one lying down on the bench. I'm like, can you just find out if he's a guest of the hotel or if like, you know, I just want to, I just want to be smart about this and I don't yeah. want to be a pain. And but guy, you knew something was wrong. I, yeah. At that point I was like, this is not coincidence. This is not me being overprotective. This guy is off and he is casing us. Mm-hmm. And so the guy, the waiter did a check and, and came back and said, we've got eyes on him. He's, you know, like, don't worry. Everything's fine for now. And I said, okay, great. I appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. So we finish up our stuff. I see that he's ordered food. So he's going to be settled. He's got a full glass of wine and he's got food. And I'm like, so he's parked there for a minute. And so I'm like, let's get up and escape this mm-hmm. intimate little lobby. And George is like, I want to go hot tubbing. We're not going to let this guy keep us from hot tubbing. <laughs> and I've, we've told security about him. Like, I haven't seen him. He's eating upstairs. I feel like we're out of the zone. And so I'm like, okay, well, hot tubs. So we go down to the, like dark pool area uh-huh. and we're gathering our stuff. And it has literally been maybe two minutes since we got up and left. Maybe two minutes. And I'm just putting my purse down, about to take my cover up off and glide into the hot tub with my three teenage daughters. And I see his head come popping down the stairs. Holy shit. And my whole body went like, run, Lola, run. Yeah. And I gathered up. Our, I said, you guys, you guys, you guys, he's coming. He's coming. I didn't even care if he heard me at that yeah. point. Like, be weird, be real, yeah. stay alive. I was like, you guys, he's coming, he's coming. And I gather stuff. And Annabelle, being like, I'm not going to be afraid, doesn't follow us immediately, looks over her shoulder and he looks right at her and is like, I'm not going to prey on you. I just want to come check out the water. And Annabelle, I'm like, don't talk to him, Annabelle. Don't talk to him. And we like start speed walking out of there. Security immediately like comes and meets us on the other side. And is like, we saw him get up to follow you. We've got people finding him. Yeah. They ended up like finding him hiding by the bathrooms. Had a whole confrontation with them where he couldn't tell them his room number. Couldn't tell him I was there. Started crying and they said, you're making our guests uncomfortable. We're going to escort you out. They put him in a golf cart, escorted him to the edge of the property, and then had him leave. And they said that he kind of started crying. He was like, I wasn't going to hurt them. I wasn't going to hurt them. And okay, they were, I'm sorry. If you have to defend yourself and say I wasn't going to hurt them. If you're you hiding by the bathroom, you've left your food and wine yeah. at the table, and yeah. you followed us into the dark. Like, I don't know what he wanted to do with us, but he certainly... Just be a creep. Was scary. Yeah. I'm so sorry that that happened. That is traumatizing. But isn't that crazy? Yes. 
but I, I still like it's so what do you do in those situations like when you can fight your instincts and protect yourself or and also possibly look like a horrible rude bitch I mean you stay rude you stay be weird be rude and stay alive like truly and, and I and I'm saying that as much to myself as I'm saying it to you because I'm for sure someone who would get murdered because I just didn't say anything like for sure because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings or make anyone feel uncomfortable or be a nuisance or be judgmental yeah. or assume things about someone because of their appearance or because yeah. and this guy's appearance if he had, didn't have weird energy he would have looked just like any you know north short shore white guy surfer uh-huh. you know what i mean uh-huh. like he didn't really have anything vulgar or not attractive about him and i mean he from beh- he was creepy so he wasn't cute but otherwise he would have been cute enough yeah does that make sense? But yes, but there was something about yeah, him. Totally. There was something about him that is predatory. And it is, I mean, it's nature, right? Like we have those senses. So, but okay. So this is why it's a big argument for me is because it's like, don't we tr- want to train our children and ourselves our whole lives to overcome our prejudices, to overcome yes. instincts that tell us that people are da- different or dangerous or that we're better than, or we're, you know what Dude, I mean? Prejudice though is, and, and our weird conditioning is different than our knowing, listening to our knowing. And that's, we have to learn how to tease the two out from one another, you know, like our intuition versus our programming. And I mean, I have my, all of my negative experiences have been with just normal, unassuming guys that nobody would ever well that's the thing it's like have you ever been stalked before Uh uh-huh and like do you think it's fascinating that these stalkers think that what they're cool they're powerful or that they're even getting our attention you know what i mean what are you trying to accomplish by driving past my house what are you trying to accomplish by going to the places that i go like by lurking in the back and yeah, like thinking like no leering, one sees you and watching yeah, you. Yeah, leering and making me uncomfortable. That, and that's why, like, what they're trying to accomplish, they could say, oh, I want to be with you or I'm not going to hurt them. I don't, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to I you. I just happen to be here. Yeah, but it's like, no, what you want is to intimidate me and make me feel uncomfortable because it does something for you. Well, because it makes him important in your life. I guess, yeah. You know, or at least acknowledged in your life. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but it's it, opposite effect. But it really is. I'm like, what are you, you think that I like that? Yeah, like we're going to reward bad but behavior. That's, that's how I know it's not about liking me or wanting to have a relationship with me. It's about intimidation. intimidating me and controlling my life. And about their own insecurity. Yeah. Because they have, they have no other way to be effective. Yeah. Other than just fear and weirdness. Yeah. And it's just creepy as fuck. Like it's weird. Yeah, it's like you can't be cool, be creepy. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know, but it is, that's a really, really tough question though, Heather, about like, how do we teach our kids to be empowered and to let go of stereotypes, but then to also, you know, listen to their, listen to their knowing, yeah, their intuition. I don't know. Because I feel like I've been fighting all those cultural programming things with my kids forever. Like just because someone, you know, doesn't look like you or doesn't talk like you or is, Asking for money on a street corner doesn't mean they're any different than you. Sure. At all. Mm-hmm. And 
the reason they are doing drugs is because their life sucks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Or the reason that they're asking for money is because they need it. Right. For whatever they want to spend it on. They need it. You know what I yeah. mean? And like yep. people, and it doesn't, circumstances does not dictate a bad person. But when your knowing goes off, like it doesn't matter what your circumstances are, you should listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd rather have you be horribly cautious than overly nice and harmed in any way. Yep. And do you know what? If like if you think about it, put yourself in somebody else's shoes or in the opposite role. Um, if you knew you were making someone uncomfortable, would you continue to follow them around? Never. Never. And do you know what? Even like the other day I was at the grocery store and I kept like running into like or like walking past the same guy like we went down the same aisle on the opposite sides like three or four times and by like the third time we were like like laughing you know because like we acknowledged that like oh this is weird it probably seems like I'm following you or you're following me and so we like and I felt much better when he was like oh hey again you know whatever and it was and I it just it was and you didn't feel any I did not feel like he was creepy or no, weird or no and I was like oh we just happened to be going down the same aisle yeah. three times you know what I mean and but like when you're at a resort like that and you're in a big place how many times did you sit next to the same person well I mean this you know is the mean? thing like, like we ran this guy had seen us physically move our stuff away yeah. from him three times and it did not he got up from a full plate of food and a glass of wine to check out our hot tub water yeah like I don't think so buddy we're no. f- and if you know what I mean, and like even if you had the best of intentions, if you knew, if you that saw us running, felt, a mom yeah. saying to her kids, "Grab your stuff and run," you wouldn't say, "I'm not going to pray on you." You'd be like, "I am so sorry." You'd flip around, embarrassed, totally, and go back up to your food and sit and eat it. You wouldn't hide oh, in I the would, bathroom. I would leave. <laughs> yeah, I would leave, especially oh if I wasn't staying gosh. at the hotel. And the security guards were so cool. They're like, "Get the fuck out of here, man!" <laughs> we know we, we we saw him get up to follow you, and everybody went off. All eyes were on him. I mean, I felt so safe. But, but like, that's the thing is like, what I would prefer is for like the, for false reports to never happen so that the real ones get taken seriously and people believe women, you know, in general. Totally. A hundred percent. I know. And how, how interesting is it that it's something that you and I can both relate to of like, just not wanting to. Not wanting to offend anyone. How many lasers have we bought? Because we didn't want to say no. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when one of our vendors said, are you just buying our product and like putting it in a storage unit somewhere so that you don't have to hurt my feelings? We're like, yes. Yes. Is that a problem? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I know. It's tricky because, you know, you don't want to hurt people's feelings. You don't, no one wants to. But anyone that genuinely cares about you and knows your heart and trusts you would be horrified if they knew they in any way intimidated you. And they would understand if you filed a false report. And Absolutely. they would say, now I know, and I don't blame you one bit. If someone said, you know what, Heather, you kept driving by my house. It made me so uncomfortable. And I didn't realize it was you. And I called the police. I would be so humiliated and say, I was on the phone and I wanted the, you know, I didn't want to stop the car because my heat would stay on. You know, whatever totally. the reason yes. was, you would explain yeah. it. And you'd be like, I get why that was weird. I don't blame you at all. You would not fault so them. So if someone no. gets unduly offended because you falsely reported them, then there's some fault on everybody's part. I mean, we're probably I mean, it's something getting canceled them. at this point. <laughs> Karen's are us. Call Beauty Lab. 
<laughs> the thing is, we don't have really any Karens that are our customers. We don't attract no. them. Uh-uh. Because we're the kind of place where like they don't get special attention for being the squeaky wheel. Totally. Nope. No, beauty labbers are like the best customers in the world I because know. they're not coming in to like cut their coupon and say, my well, beauty lab distribution points weren't applied correctly. I just think that beauty labbers know what they're getting. And they and, know they're and It's like we're transparent. Like what you say is what you get. You know the experience you're going to have with us. So like there's really no heckling that's going to happen. Yeah. Because it is what it is. And DM for collab. Yeah. Like we're not. We're not doing that. Right. And we do. Ha- we have the best clients. We really the do. I was just clients. trying to think of like somebody that would be like, I didn't like the way Heather looked at me when I walked into the store. You know, like that's. Right. We don't have clients like that, which is nice because I think that stores that like attract that type of customer must have to a lot of f- false complaints. You know, like what if you were in a grocery store and the person followed you around? You know what I mean? And yeah. You- and someone complained. Yeah, if he complained and said, "This woman is this stalking woman. me down," she the, keeps acting like it's accidental. Aisles. But come on, doesn't yeah. she look desperate to you? <laughs> <laughs> look in her bag. It's cat food and some tuna fish. Right, right. It's uh, you know, I just have always dreamed about meeting a man in the cereal aisle. Are we compatible? Do well, you like Crispix as much as I do? If, if you were compatible, would he have Crispix in his cart? What cereal would he have in his cart? Yeah, Crispix. Okay, see, I would walk right by <laughs> a guy with a cart with Crispix. I would be like, it says they're all the wrong things to me. And also I can think of as Crispin Glover, which is Marty McFly, which oh, is not my cup yeah. of tea. I like a guy with a little meat on his bones. So I want a guy that's getting Cocoa Puffs. Okay. Frosted Flakes, I like a traditional guy. Mm-hmm. Um, really, any of the alphas. Wheaties, Wheaties is great. Raisin Bran, if he's I'm into if he's bran. if he has if he's like an intellectual, sure. Um, <laughs> I want him to always go name brand. I don't want him getting like Magic Stars no, or Cocoa Flakes. Yeah. yeah, those would be my top three. If he gets anything with a weird like Honey Bunches of Oats, I'm not into that. Mm, okay, but if he got. Quaker Oats Honey Graham O's. Those are delicious, and I'd be into that. Those are damn good. Yeah. Crunch Berries would be a little concerned about his maturity level, but respect it. No, but like, you know you're going to get the top of your mouth. Yeah, but you get that totally with the Honey Graham O's, too. You get, I guess you do a little yeah. bit, but it's not as bad as it's Captain not as Crunch. Bad. And Captain Crunch, Crunch is the worst. Berries, yeah. Those ridges really I know. get you. My, so my top three would be Crispix, Life, and Chocolate Checks. Chocolate Jacks, it's a good late developer mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he's going to be younger. Okay. Maybe. Because it's hard to ch- teach a new dog, an old dog, new tricks. And so true. an so older true. guy's not going to go to a ch- chocolate check. He's going to get your wheat, <laughs> rice, your corn. You know what I mean? Yep. They're going to stick with the yep. family. They're going to stick with the muddy buddy trifecta. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I may have to rethink that. But you know what my dream guy would want his wife to have in her cart? What? Special K. She'd always be thin and watch her figure. Oh my gosh, you remember Special K in the nineties? I still have I still buy Special K red berries. I think it's delicious. <laughs> I really do. It's like a rice wheat flake. I know, but I remember it being like such a like a lifestyle. The special K. Oh yeah, lifestyle. special K and tab. Yeah. Special K tab and like Jane Fonda aerobics. Oh my gosh. Right? Yes. And my mom taught aerobics in the nineties. So like that was like Did me. you have special K in your Oh house? yeah. That was a big part of our lives. Isn't that funny? We were probably drinking eating special K with whole milk. I know. Yeah. I know. We didn't really get on the skim milk train totally. until later. Yeah, you're right. 
Just have a cup of half a scoop of cottage cheese, some special K, and a pear, a pear slice. Oh, how things have changed! How things have changed, but that's like the perfect Karen meal. <laughs> special hey, K, a dill pickle. I am not and- advocating being a Karen, but I'm just saying. Sometimes you got to speak up for yourself. Well, let's just like be culturally sensitive to learn the difference between be weird, be rude, stay alive, uh-huh. or stay weird, stay rude, stay alive versus yeah. report anything that inconveniences you. Exactly. <laughs> or don't exactly. police other people according to your rules. Police other people according to your own personal boundaries. Yes. But not based on rules, right? Exactly. See? You did it. And I wish I had been like, if I wish I'd said to him, you're making us, if I wish I'd given him the opportunity to not get kicked out from this resort. Sure. But he wasn't staying there. Mm-hmm. So he should be kicked out. But in my experience, even like with those kind of people, even if you say it, they don't listen. They don't listen. Well, no. he saw physically, he saw me say, stay close to the girls. He saw me pull Ashley away from him. We saw us run out. And then he saw me say, let's move, gather our stuff, move over to a table across the restaurant, watch him the whole time. He saw me video him. And then we get up and leave and he gets up and follows to the point that That's security, three level. security guys got up and followed. That is next level. And we had run so fast. We were around the, so like the second security guy came and met us on that level and stayed with us until they apprehended him. That is so scary. I'm so sorry that happened. But it was kind of, it's kind of a great story with my girls because I realized that I had to set an example for them. And if they saw me being nice and smiling and like acting like it was normal that he was, you know. Yeah. Being a creep. Being a creep. Then they would feel obligated to do the same. And like, I wanted them to like... I wanted them to be feel, feel supported in honoring their instincts. Yeah. I love that. I know. It I was a fun good. trip. They are fun right now. Oh. You know, perfect know. fun ages. I want to go on a, we still have to do the Elsha and Ashley trip. Where were we going to go? Did we ever say? No. But we got to just make it happen. Let's do it. They are fun ages. And what an opportunity to teach them an important life lesson. Two Karens on the town. <laughs> Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into. Don't you think that man is sitting awfully close to us? Report him. (laughs) We're training our daughters up in the way they should go. Don't you think that man should have given us our change in a friendlier way? Oh, my God. Is your hot dog cold? Mine's cold. Let's report it. That is amazing. Oh, okay. Well, well, I'm glad we're doing our part for social justice. You know how people say stay woke? We say stay Karen. <laughs> beep, beep. Well, this, this was our final episode before we were officially canceled. canceled. Aren't you guys ba- glad that we're Listen, back from break? You 17 listeners, we've really doubled in I the know. last few days. I know. Uh, bring your picket signs to Beauty Lab. <laughs> Let us know cancel us because you know what we're gonna do we're gonna report you yep <laughs> the second we see you loitering on our property it's unfair we're gonna say it's our first amendment rights <laughs> we're gonna kick you off <laughs> private property <laughs> that's right you know what it's unsolicited feedback we don't want the feedback if you don't agree with us change to a different podcast yes <laughs> we're gonna be the change and we're gonna build the fence <laughs> All um, right. Well, I'm glad you're back, Heather. Well, I'm glad to be back and I'm glad to contribute to society. <laughs> Thank you for sharing your uh, important life lesson with us. And I'm sorry that you had that experience, but I'm glad for it. I'm glad for it. You learned something. I valuable. know that God doesn't give me anything that I can't handle. That's right. 
All right. Well, um, we're going to be back next week. Sure. And uh, if we live long enough, if, stay weird, stay alive, stay, stay rude. Yeah, we're going to stay weird. We're going to stay alive. And it's all going to work out. And if you disagree with this philosophy of life, contact True Crime Junkies, right? You're yeah, Crime Junkies. Crime Junkies. Uh-huh. It's, they have like the number one podcast on Apple right now. Well, and How would that be? I, <laughs> they're like, how congratulations, you're number Do you think they advocate people reporting other people? <laughs> Do you hear that? 14 listeners. We dropped three because we got canceled. Um, yeah, we could use a little more rallying for the Live Love Lab podcast. Oh, actually, do you know what was so fun to see people posting about Live Love Lab in their Spotify wrapped? Oh, that was cool. I know. Fancy I Nancy, like, I'm looking at you. Yes, Fancy Nancy. Jake we Barry. love you so much, Jake Barry. All of all of the uh, Live Love Lab fur on fleek. Yay. Uh, trusted circle. And honestly... Of all the people, I really want to thank our sponsor, Traeger Grill. <laughs> because without you, the smoked turkey wouldn't have happened Delicious so Delicious smoked turkey every time. Best turkey I've ever had. I'll tell anyone that asks. Mm-hmm. And I'll let them know that use our code, Traeger10. <laughs> BLL. BLL. That's for the Dre Nord. It's a specialty one. Signed by me. And, you know, we're only funny to ourselves. Oh, well... Hopefully there are 14 people that disagree. (laughs) All right. Well, we love you guys. The lab loves you. Remember, life is short. Stay weird, stay rude, stay alive. (laughs) I'm sorry. Wait, let's do it again. Life is short. (laughs) By By the the lips. lips.